This edition of Daedalus Howl's Night School of the Mind is brought to you by Quantum Deadline. A noirish sci-fi light detective story with a heap of self-parody that's by turns poignant, witty, and comic, says the North Bay Bohemian. And I agree because I wrote it. And you can get it on Amazon right now in ebook and paperback editions. <music> Remember when the entertainment industry was pushing the term transmedia? Yeah, neither do I. But I do know what it means, because all I really need to know, I learned on Wikipedia. Transmedia storytelling is, quote, the technique of telling a single story or story experience across multiple platforms and formats using current digital technologies, unquote. The entry was first created in 2015, back before the prefix trans took on the cultural heft of gender issues and the term media became a rapidly deflating political football. Plus, transmedia always sounded like one of those meaningless corporate constructions like multi-channel or accountability. So how do we refer to the technique of telling a single story or story experience across multiple platforms? Or Ricard Wagner used the term Gessemskunstwerk, I think that's how you pronounce it. But the scope of media at the time didn't reach much beyond 15 hours of the ring cycle. Besides, Gessemskunstwerk sounds like something you'd say after a sneeze. I bring this up because I've been creating an immersive transmedia experience within a self-consistent fictional universe. Sort of like, well, think of Tolkien's Middle Earth, or that galaxy far, far away. Or the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or even the Dublin of James Joyce's Ulysses, or the intertextuality of Kurt Vonnegut's Midwest, and, well, you get the idea. In my case, the scope is narrowed to my own particular take on Petaluma, California, where I grew up, and 20 years later, repatriate it. And I realize that sounds like the premise of a terrible TV show, wherein the protagonist lives in the big city and gets knocked on his ass and returns to small-town Americana and reconnects with old friends and lost loves and forgotten dreams and maybe even reconnects with himself. That's not my story. The fictional Lumaville is sort of a psychic space laid over the topography of the places that have long haunted me. It operates as a kind of imagined parallel universe inhabited by protagonist who is likewise a parallel version of its author, but with a darker, far darker worldview. I like to put it like this. I create autobiographical fictions that draw on my experiences as a small town reporter, but with more drinking, danger, and death. They're semantically engineered to make you feel better than I do, and let me tell you, I feel just f great. Conceptually, I consider the endeavor a sort of literary performance art, and I'll swear up and down that it's a true story if you ask me. Because, depending on your brand of quantum physics, it is. Somewhere. In a way, creating this fictional alternate universe isn't an act of fiction to me so much as reporting the history of another reality, one that I sometimes call the Lumiverse. This is the context in which I wrote my genre novel, Quantum Deadline, you heard the ad, as well as the screenplay for Pillhead, our upcoming feature film, in which a pill-addicted young woman undergoes an experimental sleep treatment and awakes way later to find that she's on the verge of a psychic breakthrough, or a psychotic breakdown. But Mr. Howell, you ask, why do all this work in different media? Is it just massive ADD? Well, good question, and I'd like to explain how I got started. 
Seven years ago, I attended an entertainment industry symposium held by Henry Jenkins. He's the Provost Professor of Communication and Cinematic Arts at the Edinburgh School of Communication at USC. Among other books, Jenkins is the author of Convergence Culture, uh, Where Old and New Media Collide, in which he describes transmedia storytelling simply as the art of world-making. You know, like God, or George Lucas, or me. Another panelist, Louisa Stein, head of the TV and Film Critical Studies program at San Diego State University, explained that mythologies are created that adhere to Bibles, which describe the law of fictional lands with an eye to creating an aesthetic that is specific and archetypal simultaneously. And there, that's the nut of the notion, right there. The specific but archetypal. Or as video essayist Kirby Ferguson put it in his piece, Everything is a Remix, The Force Awakens, the familiar and the novel both appeal to us. Think of them as two halves of a spectrum. And the sweet spot is in the middle of that spectrum. And so that's where I'm aiming with my own private multiverse. I'm trying to create a world we didn't know we knew. And Petaluma, with all its psychic burrs and all the weirdness that it has for me, it's sort of a paint-by-numbers American hometown. But I'm using my own palette to paint it. It's like that old trope. We correct in art what we don't get right in life. And sometimes, art is where we experiment with the wrong. And yeah, I'm sure there's a German word for that, but I'm not even going to try it. <laughs> if you're hip to learning more about Pillhead or film, go to pillhead.org and get on the list and we'll keep you updated. Until next time. <laughs>